welcome to yet another edition of Lunch Break Car News with me, your host, David Karzmanski, where I'll be taking you to the most important pieces of news for the past 24 hours. You're encouraged to explore previous episodes on the previous news as I go over these daily and I explore the news for this particular day. We have some supercar news, some regular car news, some business news, some van news, and others. And what a start to the news, as there is a brand new special edition for the Bugatti Chiron Sport called Le Legende du Ciel that celebrates its uh, success in the aircraft industry and racing in the early 20th century. They're making 20 special cars, special edition cars, for a small price of 2.88 million euros, around three and a half million dollars, and comes uh, with great color, great matte color that Bugatti is calling Gris Serpent with some decals and some stripes. I personally like some French flag editions, but the car is also equipped with a lot of aircraft emblems inside and outside and even on the door sills. When you open the door, there's a light beam that shows it as well. In terms of the power, it's the same 8-liter W16 with 1,479 horsepower and 1,180 pound-feet of torque. It's only coming up with 20 of them, and they are available right this second. Black badge models that include the Dawn, Wraith, and Cullinan. Those are the older models, not the brand new ones that yet that are yet to be revealed. And for those models, they're introducing some interesting colors that the collection they're calling is Neon Knights, which includes a lime rock green, pretty cool, which is inspired by the Australian green tree frog. There is the Eagle Rock Red. Uh, that mimics the tree native to Hawaii. And there is the Mirabu Blue of the, from the exotic butterfly that can be found in South America. So these black badges are inspired by nature. They look pretty cool. I'm personally a big fan of the Mirabu Blue. And these cars are initially going to be available in the US, although they will make it to the global market, obviously. These cars are made to customize to their respective owners. So no pricing is available until you go to Rolls Royce and put an order in. And people that order those probably don't care about the price as much. Let's get back to the normal world with regular cars, as there are some as well. Starting up with the new Nissan Note, the third generation Note was discontinued in Europe as being not as popular. However, it is widely popular in Japan as a best-selling car in the domestic market of Japan for Nissan. Uh, this is the third generation model and it's available starting December 23rd in Japanese domestic market and it's unclear whether the car will make it to other market. It is looking pretty cool as a uh, looking part hatchback, part minivan with obviously smaller proportions. This note is even smaller than the second generation car, which is interesting, but inside it didn't compromise on anything. It's still the same and the interior has been upgraded significantly to look perhaps like the new Aria, the Nissan's electric SUV. The outside resembles Aria as well, but not the power options as this one will be electrified 
uh, they will be available as full electric vehicle in all-wheel drive or it will be available as an electric vehicle with a range extender a 1.2 engine just powering the generator in japan it's available for around twenty thousand dollars for the starting model and people there can buy it in december i'm expecting they go pretty crazy for it because japanese love their notes which maybe can't be said for other markets. Another Japanese hatchback, maybe this time not as small, is the new Honda City, which will replace Honda Fit in some of the markets where Fit was considered a little bit small, perhaps. The new City is a little bit bigger than the Fit, but still not as big as the Civic hatchback. And initially, today, it was released in Thailand, where it will go on sale with a one liter gasoline engine with three cylinders and only 120 horsepower. It will be available with RS trim, although it won't increase any power. It does inc increase the appeal and the exterior looks, giving it a little bit perhaps of a type R look, uh, but <laughs> nowhere close to type R, of course. Interesting design, the front looks like a honda accord which seems to be a theme for all recent civics and accords the rear though looks like a lexus i'm thinking lexus us ux a small crossover and if you look at it from the side it actually looks similar to subaru Impreza, which is also pretty interesting so available in select markets probably won't make it to the us might make it to europe and in the market of Thailand, it's available for same $20,000, same as the mentioned Nissan Note. I'm personally a bigger fan of Honda Fit. I think Fit is a little bit better than City because I'm, I personally prefer smaller hatchbacks. But I believe this has the right to be. And people are going crazy for these size crossovers hatchbacks. So it will be successful, I predict. Now, if we can make a quick pit stop in Europe and its luxury market, Audi is releasing yet another edition of its TT. This time, the new TTS Competition Plus gets revealed specifically for Europe, which uh, is good news because the more TTs are there, the better. TT is a great car, and I hope Audi keeps making them as long as they can. This one in particular is upping the us spec which comes with 288 horsepower it tunes it up to 315 horsepower perhaps to match the other volkswagen products like the golf r and others uh, this one will be a little bit faster zero to 62 miles an hour gets 4.5 seconds and it does come with a roadster which is a little bit slower on that but the price is a little bit st steep it starts at 61 thousand euros which is quite a bit probably around 80 to 85 thousand us so even though the model is super appealing it looks great and is more powerful it is quite costly let me see some bad news so there is a new updated 2021 mercedes metris for the us market it's not a full um, upgrade or uphaul it's just smaller update but significant nevertheless now the van comes standard with a two liter turbocharged engine good for about 228 horsepower and it comes with a nine speed automatic gearbox gearbox uh, it will come out in 2021 the pricing is not yet released but 
they've added some new features like the adaptive cruise control, the digital rear view mirror, and now they have two wheelbases, one for the cargo version and one for the passenger version. Uh, I personally like the van, I prefer it over for transit. And if I had some jobs to do, I would definitely choose Metris for my car of choice. Piece of business news from GM and Cadillac. So GM said to all Cadillac dealers that they either invest 200,000 in electric vehicle sales, or they can buy them out for around four to 600,000, depending on the dealership size. Uh, Cadillac is really pushing into electric market now. They want to be the head company for GM's electric revolution. And now GM requires all Cadillac dealers to accommodate electric purchases. That means workshops designed for repairing electric vehicles, obviously chargers and some other equipment that's necessary to sell these cars, uh, which is obviously smart on their side. Cadillac is an upscale brand and they normally can afford it but some dealers were complaining that it's too much of a burden for them to handle they as they never do this much volume to cover this cost and to them gm saying that they can buy them out so offer them cash cover their business to which some of the dealers are pretty happy because for them to make 300 to 500,000 will take five to ten years which is significant so Pretty interesting to see what's happening with Cadillac. They have potential. Hopefully, they use it well. And now let's talk about the new record. Porsche has set a new record for the longest continuous electric vehicle drift. They have achieved it with the production version real-wheel drive Porsche Taycan, which is not yet available on the market, interestingly enough. But it's already received this particular award. Guinness themselves were on the site and they certified the record. It took them um, 55 minutes to achieve a record of 42 kilometers or 26 miles. They did it in one of their experience centers and I'm pretty surprised it didn't take them that long. Only 55 minutes of continuous drifting. Perhaps for some it can be eternity or for some it can be a quick blip. Um, so congratulations Porsche, pretty interesting record. And I uh, hope there's more records on the way and specifically from Nürburgring. That's all the news I have for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I'm honored for you to plug my sounds into your ears. Thank you for that. Uh, as always, send me a message if you want to chat. I'm available all the time on Instagram or Twitter. Or I can reply to your comments on TikTok. Thank you again very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.